Hello, everybody. This is Voice Entrepreneur with Ben Smith. It is Tuesday. So it had to happen. I finally missed an episode yesterday. I apologize. I broke my streak at 110 episodes. I feel terrible. I was in Vegas. What can I say? Vegas. Vegas happened to me. Uh, I woke up in Vegas and woke up early as usual. But my travel mic, the quality was very bad, and I decided it was probably best to wait a day to record. Now, at first, I really was upset. I lived this process. I really don't want to let you down. I don't want to let myself down, and this is just part of my process. But then I realized that sometimes doing less is actually a way we can all win more. So I actually took the extra morning time yesterday while I was in Vegas and compiled way more notes and different ideas for episodes for Voice Entrepreneur for the next month or so. And by being forced to slow down a day, I actually feel like I came out of this feeling like I won. So that got me thinking, I'm like, man, what are all of the ways I can do less in my life? And win more. So I wanted to share five of them that I'm thinking about personally that are important to me and that when I get stressed out and I have so much travel over the next week or two for business, when I get stressed out, when I have a lot to do, what can I do less of so I can win more? And by the way, while I was in Las Vegas, I had a fantastic time. But even better, I think I sealed the deal with a new NBA player. I can't, can't say his name at this moment, but uh, I think we're going to sign him to my consulting company, Chance Bending Ventures. So again, I slowed down, I enjoyed life, I do a little bit less, and I still got a potentially huge win. So that's what we're talking about today. All right, so without further ado... Here are five quick ways to do less and win more. One, stop saying you do everything well. So this is a personal pet peeve of mine. You just cannot be great at everything. This applies to anything you sell, whether it's a product or service, whether you're a company, you're a voice skill, you have an app or just you're a person. Think about it. Do you trust your plumber to teach your kids algebra? I don't think so. Do you hire your lawyer to mow your lawn? Of course not. That's not how it works. So it's vital to publicly be honest with people about what you are great at doing and what you're terrible at doing. I know that for me, The second that I started saying, if you want X, well, that's not me. But if you want Y, then I am the best in the world. That is a huge moment. That's when I made a personal leap in my business. I make a point of saying that sentence every single time I'm sitting down with a potential new customer. If you want X, that's not me. But if you want Y, then I am the best in the world. Really, 
really, really powerful. I don't want to tell people that I can do it all or I can do exactly what comes out of their mouth. If they say, hey, Ben, can you, you know, mow the lawn and, you know, babysit my kids? And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm great at babysitting kids. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm one of the best lawnmowers in the world. I don't want to do that. I want to do it less. I want to do all stuff less, but I want to do it better than everybody else. I want to be precise about what I'm doing that's better than everybody else. The world rewards people who know the secret and the people who are honest about it. Number two, refer your competition. This is very similar. If a potential customer asks for something specific and it's not exactly what I do, I now actually refer my competition. The shock on your customer's face when you say, well, if you want X or Y, please, you should definitely talk to my competition. I think they do it really well. But if you want Z, well, Z, that's definitely me. The look on their face is just, it's really priceless. I won a three-year multi-million dollar deal from one in-person meeting back in 2014 using that simple line. If you want X or Y, talk to my competition. I think they do it very well. And I name the competition. But if you want Z, then that's definitely me. Why? Everything you say can now be trusted. When I said that to my customer, they were hanging on my every word from that point forward because we had brought our newly formed relationship to a place of trust in a hurry. They got it. So for example, for, for voice entrepreneur, it's really simple. If you want to talk about the technical details of building voice skills on Lexi, well, that's not me. That's Storyline. Go to Storyline. Storyline's incredible. There's all sorts of stuff going on over there. I like all the people associated with Storyline. But if you want to talk about the business and marketing side of voice technology and AI, well, that's voice entrepreneur. That's what we do. It's what we're really good at. Does that make sense? All right, number three, three-line emails. Stop sending long emails. You're doing nobody a favor. You would think this would be the most obvious thing to do in the world, but it's not. I can guarantee you. Some executives will explicitly tell their employees, do not send me emails over five sentences. I actually just heard about a legendary, legendary executive in the art world who has this rule with everybody he comes in contact with. Stop giving everybody every detail. Nobody wants these details anymore. Start giving people less and you will win so much more. People won't mind hearing from you. You are going to be perceived as smarter, more capable. I know when I started sending shorter emails, people are like, man, I, I, th I think that my, I am not a smart guy. And all of a sudden, I think people are like, oh, yeah, Ben's a smart guy. I, it sounds so trite. It sounds so small, but it's a huge deal. When I'm coaching young entrepreneurs, this is basically the first rule we establish when I get started. Want to sell more? Three-line emails. Want to get more done? Three-line emails. Want happier friends and employees and family? 
three-line emails. All right, number four, keep it boring. I know, you need to keep it boring. I'm sorry, keep it boring. So when I was in Vegas Sunday night, I had a choice. I got back to my hotel room from that meeting with the NBA player around midnight. I was feeling good. I thought, yeah, I could stay up a couple of hours. I could play blackjack. Maybe I could win a little bit of money. Maybe I could win, I don't know, $500, $600, something like that. Or I could go up to my room and work for 45 minutes on my laptop emailing new customers. And those emails might generate, I don't know, what, an extra $50,000? So which one did I do? I mean, the choice was easy. I emailed new leads for 45 minutes. I went upstairs. I didn't play blackjack. I did a little bit of work on my laptop. And I, put, and, and I spent the time very deliberately emailing with new potential customers and leads. And then I went to bed. I did less and I won more. And in that example, I actually slept more. Number five. Focus on customer referrals, not new sales. I talked a lot about this in an episode two weeks ago. Go look that one up if you haven't heard it already. Existing customers and user referrals are the lifeblood of the business. Focus on your existing relationships over and over and over again before you work on cold outreach and new user acquisition. All of my new clients over the last 60 days have come from existing customers. This new MBA client comes from an existing customer. It's that simple. Treat what you have with gold. I used to treat all the new people in my life like gold, but then I would take my close family and friends and take them for granted. I'm just being totally honest here. I don't like that I did that, but I know I did it. But now I've flipped it. I want the relationships and customers in my life always to be priority number one. I now want the people around me that are close to me, that I love. I, wanted, I, I just want to go crazy. I want to do as much as I can for them. I'll do less, but I'm going to win so much more. It's scary to tell new people and new potential customers and that, you know, the, the potential new fish that they need to wait, but you are going to win so much more. So let's review really quickly. All right. Number one, stop saying you do everything well. Two, refer your competition. Three, send three line emails. Four, keep it boring. And number five, focus on the people around you, your customer referrals, not new sales. All right. So hope that was a fun one. I have a couple of podcast interviews coming up today where I'm the guest. Hopefully I'll get these into my stream for you guys. I have a trip to Hong Kong uh, tomorrow. So hopefully I can figure out the next few days and make sure we get daily content up. Stay tuned for that. I appreciate you all and talk to all of you tomorrow.